Welcome to 5D Full Disclosure, and this is Aurora back with the Ego Death series. I believe this is part 13. Today, I wanted to talk about dissolving the programming of procrastination and laziness and moving into the divine trait of proactivity, proaction. So we as human beings, I think, have been very programmed in two ways. And right, the whole idea of the ego, the whole idea of dysfunction, the whole idea of the illusion that we live in is based on extremes. Because as long as you stay in extremes, you'll always be in dysfunction. Um, I, you know, I think that we can learn a lot from Buddha and the teachings of Buddhism. And one teaching of Buddhism that I um, believe is pure whole truth is the middle path, you know, the path of the middle way that Buddha talks about. And it essentially tells us that anything in extremes will create pain and suffering and dysfunction. Taking the middle path and the middle way is the path of balance. New earth is based on balance, balanced harmonics, which is the balance of masculine and feminine within. It is the balance between yin and yang in the external, meaning between feminine and masculine working together, balancing one another out. This translates into um, how we live, you know, living in a balanced way. Um, our ecosystems will then become more balanced. Our way of life will become balanced. And, and that is essentially what we're doing is we're moving out of extremes and into balance. So humanity was programmed into two extremes. One extreme is the busyness or the distraction, um, which I'll talk about in a different podcast. But the other extreme that's relevant for this podcast is laziness or procrastination. So when we have laziness and procrastination as the extreme on the spectrum and the opposite being overly busy and kind of distracted and just really focused on productivity and action and there's no balance of stillness and reflection and rest and things like that, we create dysfunction, we create uh, disease dis-ease, um, illness. And, and so we were programmed with laziness. And a lot of people might say, well, you know, we, we all work really, really hard. Like we're not lazy. And that's true because we have to do a lot of things, right, to navigate in this realm. But laziness is not so much like when I think of laziness, yeah, I think we all kind of uh, envision the prototypical image of laziness, which is just someone who's sitting around all day doing nothing, right? I mean, that is a form of laziness. But I think the most common form of laziness is when we know that we have patterns or behaviors that need to change, right? We know what we need to do to improve our physical wellness, our emotional wellness, our mental wellness, our spiritual wellness, but we just refuse to make those changes. That is the core form of laziness. So I think most of us, especially if you're awakened and you're on the path, we're very aware of our programmings. We're very aware of our pitfalls and our 
patterns and behaviors that don't serve the highest. And I think for a lot of people, the struggle is knowing that they need to change things, but there's just this either inner refusal to do so, or we go into procrastination where we say, oh, I I know I need to change this. I know I need to improve this. And I will. I will get there. I will change. I will do this. But that day kind of never really comes, right? And so with laziness and procrastination, it keeps us in this almost frozen catatonic state where we know we're in the lower. We know we're in dysfunction. We know what we're doing and the way we're living is not working for us. But for whatever reason, we just cannot get out of it. And that is a mental loop that is really, really destructive because the truth, right, is that there's absolutely nothing preventing us from making those changes except ourselves. It is literally all mental. And, you know, the cabal programmed us uh, for this exact reason, right? They programmed us into laziness and procrastination And on the flip side, right, this feeds the opposite extreme of busyness and distraction, right? One one extreme always feeds the other extreme. So they both feed each other. So by keeping us super distracted and busy and hyper-focused on these kind of irrelevant, mundane things that actually in the scheme of life are, you know, totally not important, we get so caught up in that that we... We procrastinate on making the really important changes, on actually putting any time and focus onto the things that do matter, right? So when we are trying to transform this, we have to, we have to first look at what are the changes that I need to make in my life on my path, right? First, we have to identify them. We have to know what they are. So I'll give some examples. I think if we're talking a physical level, we are looking at, okay, does my current role, job, vocation, you know, whatever it may be, does this support my highest good? Is it draining me? Is it causing me stress and illness? Um, do, do I need to change my job, my vocation, my role, what I'm doing with my life, right? And sometimes it, you don't actually have to make a drastic change with that. Sometimes it's a perspective shift, right? Um, I think that there are so many ways that we can bring a higher perspective and a different perspective. We can kind of infuse joy and creativity into whatever job we're doing, even if it is a 3D job, right? But for some, if they know, and you know it deep in your soul that this is just draining the life out of you, this is no longer working for you, then you have to pull the trigger. You have to make a drastic change, there's also a lot of different physical things that I think we, we procrastinate on changing, right? So we'll talk about um, jobs obviously being a big one. Um, relationships are a big one. So a lot of people know that the relationships that they are in are not a vibrational match to them anymore. They might have been at one time and they all serve a purpose 
They all serve growth and evolution. But there comes a point where you have to be really honest with yourself and that if a relationship, whatever type of relationship that may be, is no longer serving you and you kind of just keep procrastinating on either placing boundaries or cutting ties with a certain person in your life or it is actually leaving a relationship. We procrastinate on those things because we're essentially just afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of what what will happen after that. But really, we are keeping ourselves stuck in stagnation. We are basically telling ourselves that we do not want to evolve. We want to stay stagnant. And so the rest of our life will start reflecting that. Um, the next thing is um, your physical space. Um, clutter is a reflection. Everything in our environment is a reflection of our internal state. So if you live in a lot of clutter, and I know that sometimes, you know, there's a difference between a mess and clutter, right? So a mess, having, you know, having a mess in your space is not necessarily a negative thing. I mean, we know we have families and children and life is not meant to be this perfectly ordered thing all the time. You know, uh, there, there is an element of creativity and allowing for messes and mistakes and things that are very organic in life. Um, but when we have clutter, meaning that this is, these are things that have piled up over many, many, many years, right? That is a reflection of our internal space. Our internal space is cluttered emotionally, uh, mentally, spiritually. And so clearing our spaces and really like deep cleaning, um, donating things, giving them away, throwing tr- things out, that is a really a cathartic process that I think is missed a lot of times when we're talking about spiritual growth. Um, and I've had so many sessions with people who tell me that they know that they, they are basically, they have so much stuff. They've become kind of hoarders. There's so much clutter. There's, there's piles and piles of stuff. You know how it goes. The garage gets piled up with stuff. The house becomes overly cluttered with just random things that we accumulate over our lives. And we just don't ever want to part ways with anything. And we know we need to get rid. We need to clear our space, but we procrastinate. We become lazy. We, we don't do it. And clearing your space, I think, is one of the biggest ways to create a quantum leap for yourself. Because when you have a clear space, you can develop that clarity within It's also very cathartic because you are going through things and really that's when you start to decide like what's important to me, what's relevant to me. My rule of thumb is always if there's something in your space that hasn't been used in six months or more, you no longer need that because it's not something you utilize often enough, right? Unless it's something that you, you is a bigger kind of purchase or something that isn't used as often, but it's, it's valuable to your life. It it offers, um, it offers something to you, you know, those are different, but also, you know, feeling into getting rid of old clothes, you know, clothes hold so much energy. Everything in our spaces holds so much energy. So even just deep cleaning our space, um, a couple times a month, you know, twice a month, provides us such a clearing. 
Um, we can talk about uh, movement and exercise, you know, knowing that you need to move your body more, but you're not actually doing it. Um, knowing that you need to change the way you're eating, right? What your body's resonating with, but you're not doing it. Drinking more water, you know, um, and just not doing it. And, and these are things that end up piling up in our lives. They create not only physical clutter, but they create this energetic clutter. Um, I think self-love disciplines are also really a really big thing. We always advocate for self-love disciplines being a part of your daily routine. And a lot of people know that they need to start implementing self-love disciplines, having a routine, having um, disciplines and things that you implement in your daily life. But for whatever reason, you don't do them. And this is the laziness. This is the procrastination. And it's all mental. This is all mental. It is a mental block to taking action. And we normally as humans, and this is why on the path, it can, we tend to have very, I think, um, abrupt and kind of extreme uh, disruptions, right, that happen in our life because that's what forces change. Catalysts force change. So the longer you've put something off, the longer that you've refused to change patterns and behaviors, even having the awareness, though, that it has to change. Because once you have the awareness that something has to change or you have the awareness that an action needs to be taken and you don't do it, there becomes an energetic pileup of stagnation. And so then it often takes some really big event or really big catalyst in your life to create change. And those are profound moments in our life, but we don't have to wait for an extreme event or an extreme trigger or an extreme catalyst. We can stay within the flow of the divine energies. So proaction is the divine trait. And I would, I would equate this with the term that we use, which is right action. Okay. Right action and proactivity are very similar. When we talk about right action, right action is doing the right thing at the right time in the right amount. Okay. So this ties into the middle path, the way of balance. Doing the right thing means what is highest and best for me to do in this moment, right? And then the next question is, it's doing the right thing at the right time, right? So the right timing is also important because a lot of times we mentally and in our mind create these time frames for when things need to be done. And they're all very based on linear time and often right action, the correct action is not going to be at the linear time that makes sense to you. It's going to be in the divine timing. And when we talk about the right amount, it is again, learning balance. So I'll give you an example. So often when we when we think about what is my day, my daily schedule, right? Doing the right thing is often told to us by other people, by our job or by obligations that we have or by other people in our environment. We have this kind of mental list of things that we need to get done all of the time. But those aren't necessarily the right actions to take. 
they are part of the actions we need to get done, but they may not be the right actions. And then we go into timing and we can talk so much about the, the illusion of linear time and, you know, how it basically puts us outside the flow of the universe and in the right amount, because sometimes we'll go to extremes again. We either do too much action or we do too little action and we, we struggle to find that balance. So, <clears throat> When you're trying to bring proaction into your life, you know, right action. First, like I said, identify all of the things besides your daily or weekly normal tasks that you have to get done as part of living in this realm, right? Besides that, list out the things that you know you need to take action on. This could be, like I said, clearing out your space. This could be cleaning in general. This could be taking an action on something that you've wanted to move forward with for a long time, but just haven't gotten around to doing. This could be implementing self-love disciplines. This could be changing a behavioral pattern, you know, changing the way that you do something. And so identify what are the things that you need to take a pro proaction on. And then you kind of ask your angels, ask, you know, the universe to guide you of when it's highest and best for you to start doing these things. Now, the funniest part is that typically the now moment is the highest moment. And so in the now moment, if you start thinking about something, you know, you have those moments where you just start thinking about something in your life that you really want to change, something you know you've needed to do, something that has just been put to the wayside. As soon as you think about that thing and you're trying to decide, oh, when should I do this? The moment's now. It's now, now. And if you can start uh, like acclimating yourself to being totally present in the now and taking action in the now, your life will begin to change. So for instance, I'll just give you some examples. I'll give you the cleaning example because it's such a widespread one. If you know that you've needed to do kind of a deep clean of your space, it's feeling cluttered, it's feeling claustrophobic, the energy's feeling stagnant. Just tell yourself, I'm going to do this now. And, and just you, you, your body will kind of automatically start moving in that direction. And you can also use the mantra, I command all of my atoms into right action. You can do this every morning. Just by saying this out loud, it infuses the right action, okay, into your cells. And the right action is the middle path, doing the right thing at the right time in the right amount. And so your body will kind of automatically start moving. You'll, you'll realize your body's automatically kind of moving to, um, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get ready for my day, going to change my clothes. I'm going to brew some coffee. I'm going to put some music on and I'm just going to start cleaning and I'm going to start with one section and then I'm going to move to another section, you know, and this is another thing of, of keeping ourselves in right action is, is making sure we're finishing a task from start to finish. So if cleaning is a big task for you, that's going to take more than a day, then you start section by section by section. You make sure you thoroughly complete one thing before you move on to the next. If you know that you need to declutter, if you need to go through things and either donate them, give them away, toss them out, uh, whatever it may be, again, you have to just do it. 
you have to start moving. As soon as you start moving, the energy moves with you. So if you're sitting on the couch and you feel stagnant, you feel you're having a lot of emotions, you're in mental loops and you don't know how to get out of it, start moving your body, right? Get yourself up, walk outside, put your feet on the ground, take some deep breaths, drink some water, play some music, do some mirror affirmations, do some sun gazing. Whatever the disciplines are for you, you have to start doing them in the moment, not saying, oh yeah, I'll do that later today. Oh yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. There's a difference between, again, all of these programmings, right, come to a level of discernment. There is a discernment level in knowing when there is uh, an action that isn't highest in the moment. It's like, you know what, I, I feel that I, I'm going to do that at another moment. It, today is not the day for me to do that. That's okay. But if that's the narrative of your life, of I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next week, I'll do it next month, then you have to almost, and I don't like using the word force because we don't want to force anything, but you have to gather up that will, that proactivity within your being and you have to execute. And sometimes the littlest actions, when we are proactive and we take the smallest actions towards our goal, it actually moves mountains mentally we think, oh, this thing that I want to change or this thing that I want to do or this thing that I want to take care of, it's going to, it's going to take so much time. It's going to take so much energy. We, we mentally almost talk ourselves out of it before we've even begun. So pro-action and right action is simply willing ourselves to take an action in the moment, and not allowing the mental chatter to convince us that we should wait, it's not the right time, I'll do it tomorrow. These are, the, these are the mental constructs that keep us in the status quo. This is exactly why the cabal programmed us that way. It's, oh, I have so many other things to do. I have to take care of this. I have to take care of that. These things are more important. And it's up to the, each individual to really determine what is the most important thing for them to focus on, right? What is the most helpful thing that you can do for yourself in each and every moment? And this is part of getting our is getting ourselves in tune with our bodies, with our environments, with our natural flow because everybody does have a unique flow. Some beings our morning people, they, they, they do best by taking actions. They like to get things done in the morning times. Some people are really afternoon people. There are some people who, who are really um, active at night. Nighttime becomes um, a time for them to really work on things that they want to work on. Everybody has their own divine flow. And every day is different. Every day is unique. It's a fresh energy. Um, but I would encourage everyone to, I understand and, you know, we, we greatly understand that there is a 3D, uh, you know, system that we're still operating in. We still do have linear times and linear days where we have to do certain things. And we understand that. 
But starting to really look at each day as its own unique space, right? I mean, the days of the week, we, we love to understand each energy of the days of the week, right? What chakra it's aligned with, uh, what the astrology is that day. Those are all important things. But looking at each day as a unique, fresh, slate, clean day, this puts us in the present moment of now rather than keeping us kind of stuck in this loop of, oh, today is Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. This is the date. This is the time. Oh, I should do this on this day. At a certain... it, it takes us out of the present moment of now. Every day is a clean slated day of the present moment of now where anything and everything is possible. So <clears throat> these are these are tools and techniques that you can utilize, but my, my, my highest recommendations is that if you do struggle with procrastination, if you do struggle with those forms of laziness, you must start first with implementing self-love disciplines, okay? The self-love disciplines are, are an organic way that we begin to train our bodies into right action. And we have a full guide on the self-love disciplines. If you go to 5dfulldisclosure.org, under the library tab, there is a full self-love plan that you can implement and utilize. The self-love disciplines will completely transform you. They will start anchoring in that divine discipline, that divine right action. After that, then, as I said, start really jotting down, writing down, sitting with yourself and really asking yourself the questions, what in my life needs to change? What actions do I need to take towards my dreams, towards the goals and the life that I truly want to live? And then you can break those down into small steps and you can take a small step every single day and you will move mountains. You don't have to do everything all at once. This is not a race. This is a marathon. So it's little actions every single day. And when you do this, you will start naturally aligning with right action, okay? You will start naturally dissolving procrastination. If there are bigger steps that you need to take, these are usually things that have piled up for years and years and years and years and years that have been backlogged that you need to take care of. Just start doing them just start taking the action on them. It will move so much energy. All of a sudden you will feel reinvigorated. You will feel more alive. You will feel more motivated. Remember stagnation feeds stagnation. So when we're stagnant and we kind of allow ourselves to sit in that stagnation and we take zero actions. We are not being proactive at all. The stagnation will compound until we reach that point where many of us have reached before where we feel so overwhelmed by all of the things we need to do and take care of and change. And we kind of become catatonic. And usually when we hit that phase, that is when an extreme catalyst, an extreme trigger or disruption in our life tends to occur. These are manifested by us. Our higher self will often orchestrate a huge life event to shake us out of that stagnation. And sometimes that's necessary. Like I said, those are profound and beautiful experiences as well. They don't feel like that in the moment, but they are designed to shake us out of stagnation.
However, we don't have to manifest those. We don't, it's not necessary once we have the awareness of getting back into the universal flow of life, of understanding the balance between proactivity and rest, between taking initiative and taking a step back and reflecting, you know, um, reorganizing, re reflecting, reconsidering what we're doing. So we'll often go through periods of time where we're very proactive, we're taking a lot of actions, a lot of energy is moving, and then we'll hit that natural organic point where we feel to slow down, to kind of uh, reflect and take a look at where we are and how we can further kind of refine and adjust and perfect what we're doing and then we go back into a state of action and this is the natural flow of the universe it's action reflection you know redirection and then action again and the cycle will continue so please check out all of the resources on the website they are really everything that you'll need for the ascension process um, and of course if anybody is is needing assistance um, directly and one-on-one, -on -one, then please do visit our sessions page and feel into booking a session. I would, I would highly recommend the self-love mastery session for those that are really learning and just starting to try and incorporate, um, you know, divine disciplines and right action into their life. Um, so I love you all and I will be back soon. Happy winter solstice.